Hello. So a while ago, I made a post about Rose McGowan's or McGowan's increasingly bad takes on various issues, and um, basically, one of the things she said was that the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse was distracting from the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. So, I mean, here's the thing about that. That the Maxwell trial was definitely receiving coverage. So it's not even like uh, Rose McGowan was close to having a solid point. On top of that, if the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing was such a distraction, then it certainly was not a partisan one. Both Republicans and Democrats were focused on it. Right? So... Frankly, the whole thing feeds into that Trumpian media is the enemy of the people vibe. And don't get me wrong here, the mainstream media can be flawed. It can lie right to your face. But does it always get things wrong? Nope, not always. As we've seen with Rose McGowan, she is increasingly willing to align herself with right-wingers, even like Larry Elder, who is... Definitely not a progressive figure. Also, when Rose McGowan alludes to a global sex trafficking ring, you know what she might be appealing to? That's right, the Q crowd, the Q crew. You know you know who those people are, probably. Unless you've been living under a rock, you, you know what Q refers to. Meanwhile, for all this talk about right-wingers hating censorship that's been you know, pretty prevalent uh, among the uh, far-right media. Let's not forget that they're currently trying to ban certain books in schools, trying to ban critical race theory, despite not even knowing what it is or whether it's actually being taught in schools, and it's typically not. In fact, it might never be taught in the average school, but they don't care about that. They don't care about facts. In fact, they're uh, somehow trying to ban certain math books, of all things, which I don't know if you've ever read a math book before, but there's practically no mention of any type of uh, political or even social issues in a math book. Um, and I highly doubt that has changed over the years since I was in high school. And of course, there's Florida's don't say gay law. One amendment to that would have required schools to tell parents if students were a different orientation other than straight. That's according to CBS News. And another Florida state bill uh, sought, sought to prohibit making white people feel discomfort when taught or trained about past discrimination in public schools and private businesses. Um, Farron Cousins has called that the White Fragility Bill. And sure enough, that's exactly what that is. And none of that stuff has to do with free speech. It's like a, it's like a complete opposite phenomenon, really. It's actually big government telling people what they can say and uh, using the idea of protecting the little kids in order to uh, get their dumb agenda passed. 
And one of the funniest things about, you know, the so-called don't say gay law is that it says you can't refer to sexual orientation or gender identity if you're a teacher. Well, that means you can't refer to a, uh, a parent of one of the kids. <laughs> that's how, that's how far that really goes. If you really wanted to follow the rules. So it, it, it's also oddly enough against heterosexual marriage on top of everything else. So it, it's just stupid. And people are so stupid nowadays that they're actually applauding Ron DeSantis for that. And on top of that, if you, if you're really paying, paying attention, you can find headlines like quote, Oklahoma, Oklahoma proposed bill would fine teachers $10,000 for contradicting a student's religious beliefs. Just think about that. $10,000. Where do they come up with these figures? I mean, it's just, it's absurd. Like this, this is like a Twilight Zone episode coming to life. And in Utah, they proposed a bill containing, quote, the ability for parents to sue teachers if they didn't like what was on the lesson plan. Well, I mean, you're always going to find some parents who don't like certain things that their kids might learn in school. Um, that's why, you know, you like for sex ed and things. Uh, when I was in school, we had the option for uh, parents to not give permission. And of, of course, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of parents don't care. But the ones the ones that do often end up being the morons. All right. And uh, their 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 kids will get made fun of for for having such prudes and weirdos as parents. That was my experience uh, when it came to sex ed, and uh, I didn't have sex ed until I think like uh, at least eighth grade or something like that, maybe ninth grade, sometime around then. And uh, the student who whose parents had opted him out of that. Well, um, you know, I don't know what I don't know what they were thinking, but we didn't really learn anything that crazy in class. We just learned some of the basics of life, and so on. So anyway, this this is the back the cultural background that's going on right now, and uh, apparently, you know, the whole Maxwell trial was a bigger scandal than all of these right-wing issues that are happening thanks to people like Larry Elder. Um, so, moving on, I have to ask you, is, is all of that not harsher than a social media network occasionally barring a user? Which is, of course, something else the right-wingers are so, com so commonly complaining about. I mean, you might not like that phenomenon. You might not like somebody getting banned occasionally. And sometimes it does get out of hand. But sometimes they also make it fairly clear what their rules of conduct are. For example, the entertainment website, the Mary Sue, has a strict comment policy that forbids, but is not limited to, personal insults, 
toward anyone what they consider hate speech and trolling. So basically, if they see a verbal exchange they don't like in the comments, they'll kill it. They'll, they'll kill your uh, ability to comment. But you cannot say they didn't warn you about that, right? And that's often the way things go on social media, too. Like, um, on Facebook, I have, you know, certain groups. And I'm not really strict about who I would allow on there or ban. But I do have those powers. And sh sure enough, if somebody's just being an asshole in one of the Facebook groups that I have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ban them from it. You know, I mean, you can call me an authoritarian oppressor if you want, but that's that's just there's a there's an element of common sense to it. Just like there can be in some cases to social media occasionally blocking people. You know, I I might not like it all the time, but hey, you know what? Life goes on. You don't even have to be on Twitter to begin with, right? So, like I said, I I have a Facebook group. I'm by no means strict. But if someone's a dick, I'm sure I'll end up throwing them out. Every single platform has standards of some type, be it Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, or Google+. And I know that people are afraid of Elon Musk n now that he's buying Twitter, that he's going to turn it into some type of right-wing hellscape. And, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. It, it will be interesting. So if, if I went to a right-wing site, like Trump's laughably titled Truth Social, and I simply posted, you know, fuck Donald Trump or something, they would treat it like a crisis and they'd probably ban my ass, right? So, I mean, they're hypocrites. Everyone knows they're hypocrites. The right-wingers are very often just as hysterical, and many would say more hysterical in reactions to things they don't like. Example, now they are trying to say that if Disney or whoever has a gay character, it must mean they are grooming kids. <laughs> that that's actually something that they're arguing, and apparently with some success. In reality, however, we know that conservatives are capable of being deviants to children anyway. So Slate, the online magazine, gives us some examples. You have former House Speaker Dennis Hastert, the longest-serving Republican Speaker of the House in history, who admitted to sex crimes with underage boys when he was a wrestling coach. Then you've got Representative Jim Jordan. He was accused of turning a blind eye to sex crimes, uh, also related to wrestling, apparently. Then you have former Republican Senate candidate or Senate candidate Roy Moore, who nine women accused of sexual misconduct. Then you've got Representative Matt Gates, who is being investigated for possible sex crimes, and also drugs were apparently involved. So drugs are bad unless you're a Republican, as usual, and so is transporting a minor across state lines, which is what he's also being accused of. Right? So I mean. And here's the thing, like, if uh, if all these teachers were, you know, like, sex criminals or whatever, how come I wasn't at all molested in my, you know, in my entire run through elementary school, high school, and even college? Like, no teachers did anything with me. 
it's not to say not to say it couldn't have happened but it just didn't so it's obvious that not everyone is out abusing people at every at every possible moment so what's with the moral panic you know i mean you can obviously go after people who you can prove are engaged in such behavior but that's like a, a different issue altogether this is just a moral panic it's hysteria and unfortunately it's actually working and it's part of the ongoing war on teachers oh as far as like other uh abusive republicans well you got florida state senator jack latvilla who perved it up and apparently was also additionally corrupt in the deal as he was demanding sexual favors in exchange for acting on behalf of lobbyists so he's both corrupt and perverted and you you also have wes goodman he was a self-proclaimed supporter of traditional marriage who said the ideals of a loving father and mother a committed natural marriage and a caring community are well worth pursuing and protecting but that didn't stop him from apparently getting caught having sex with a man in his office and he resigned in november 14th 2017 so you know you have to wonder what he meant by natural marriage if he thought that you know homosexuality was unnatural why was he having sex with the dude in his office Hmm? oh then i mean this isn't quite as perverted but it's still hypocritical you have newt gingrich who admitted to having an affair and that's despite his belonging to such a pro-family and pro-morality party i think he's been uh, married and divorced numerous times then you have the larry craig scandal where the anti-gay politician allegedly solicited an undercover cop for sex then there's the gay sex and methamphetamine scandal with the anti-gay evangelist ted haggard and you also have mark foley who had sent text messages to teenage pages apparently which caused him to resign and actually there there are way more examples maybe one of these days i'll you know do like a really lengthy episode of this uh dedicated to just these kind of stories but ironically for in mark foley's case uh, he was one of the few openly gay Republicans, and he was actually absolved of wrongdoing when he was investigated. On top of that, he eventually reversed his initial support of the so-called Defense of Marriage Act, his support of which had some gay activists out him. He ultimately uh, came out in favor of gay marriage. So he's at least sort of redeemed himself as not being as hypocritical as some of these other people. But had he not been outed, would he have ultimately changed his tune? Probably not. But of course, I have to mention Donald Trump himself. Now, I don't think Trump is closeted or anything like that, but is he a perv? Absolutely. In addition to being a little too familiar with Jeffrey Epstein and his wife, there are many sexual assault, assault accusations against Trump, and he's even bragged before on Howard Stern's show about seeing beauty pageant contestants naked during pageants, or in preparation for pageants, I should say, saying he could get away with it by claiming he was 
inspecting the event. Granted, this statement wasn't regarding the Miss Teen USA pageant, as some falsely claim. However, there are some former Miss Teen USA contestants who say he would sometimes walk in on them changing, and some of them would have been under 18 years of age. And for some reason, I believe those accusations. If that's, if that's not enough, Trump has repeatedly mentioned uh, perverted things about his own daughters. And yes, one, one instance was also in Howard Stern. So one might argue maybe he was kind of being provoked into it. However, does that explain a totally unprovoked moment on the Wendy Williams show where when he was asked about what he has in common with his daughter, Ivanka, Trump said the word sex. Now, honestly, if that doesn't sound like a red flag, what does? You know what I mean? Like, that's a very strange moment. And uh, you can find the video of it, like, if you go to YouTube or wherever. And again, that was on national television, unprovoked. He said that he had sex in common with Ivanka. Now, I mean, how is a person supposed supposed to interpret that? in a way that's not perverted. I, I ask you, I earnestly, I ask you. But anyway, regarding all of these gay people being groomers, I actually have an uncle who is gay. Never touched me or anything like that. I have gay and lesbian people that I've hung around with. Uh, one, one lesbian couple was on my uh, trivia team. I've had co-workers who were gay. I've had I've had a co-worker who is trans, and uh, th- there's a gay guy I know. Well, I've known him for many years, and I've never even had an argue- argument with him, let alone did he you know, try any uh, perverted thing with me. I've even gone camping with him and his boyfriend at the time. And, you know, I, it wasn't a group, and it was all non-sexual and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, like, there were a bunch of people there. But it's, you know, it's not like I was afraid of him or something like that. I've had lesbians on my trivia team, like I mentioned, and I got along with them basically just as I would anyone else. I've also known bisexual people who don't seem to be all that perverted, and they recognize the concept of consent and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to look up Lester the Molester statistics, you'll also find that plenty of them are actually heterosexual. You know, let's not forget that. So anyway, if you want to, uh, you know, dispute any of this, go ahead. But as far as I know, everything I've said here is actually factual. And if you want to find me on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that, you can just look up my name. Also, feel free to share my podcast on Facebook or wherever. Pin it to Pinterest for all I care, you know. Um, And my email is... WadeWineo at gmail.com. So obviously if you use any of these things, try to try to use it intelligently. Don't say stupid things to me. Um, you know. Especially when the world has enough stupidity as as it stands already. So um that's basically all I've got to say about this for now. I'll probably, you know, make a follow-up where I also uh, make some something about Rose McGowan again. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm done with addressing her bad takes on things.
Um, but anyway, have a good day. Bye-bye.